Hey guys, and welcome to the JRE Review for podcast, I think it's like 17, 18, I don't know, I'm flying through these. Um, for those of you that don't know, or just uh, starting to follow, or maybe this is the first one that you've listened to, basically what my podcast does is uh, I review the most interesting parts of the Joe Rogan experience for this week. Um, for each week, I get to the end of the week and I kind of review them. All right, it changes a little bit each week depending on how many podcasts he has. Maybe I'll do two and then I'll do one if I find them super interesting or if there was like 10 and I've run out of time, I'll try and squeeze 10 in. But I try and give you guys as much information about all the best parts and it's not so that you can skip listening to Joe's. It doesn't that would make any sense. It's just so I can highlight some things that I found interesting. Oftentimes I have guests on, we'll talk about the same thing. And, you know, the idea is, I you know, I really hit on the points that I enjoyed, uh, bring up questions that I had when I listened to his podcast, and more importantly, I bring people in that can give examples of how uh, Rogan's podcast or the guests that he's had on have benefited their life, you know, how they've made changes, right? This isn't like watching a late night show with, you know, Conan O'Brien, as fun as that is. Rogan's podcast is, is something else, and... Uh, until that's really defined, I want to talk about it. I'm passionate about it, and I love hearing from you guys. And thanks again uh, for tuning in. You know, I really appreciate it. Uh, this week was wild. I'm jumping around a little bit, but mainly because I've been waiting for Elon Musk to get on this damn podcast for so long. And holy shit balls! If you guys haven't heard that one, uh, you need to get into it. So, so I'm going to crack on with that later. Uh, and just at the moment. Uh, just go over the guests I'm going to talk about. So, uh, Cowboy Cerrone, um, Donna Cerrone's uh, MMA podcast. He's a fighter out of New Mexico. Uh, used to fight with Greg Jackson Camp, UFC guy. Can chat about him. Um, I'm going to talk with Mc- about Michaela Peterson, Jordan Peterson's daughter, in podcast 1164. Um, she has had some major health issues and uh, talks about some pretty radical diet ideas, but uh, I found those fascinating. Um, 1166 is Diamond Dallas Page, a badass wrestler from back in the day. And uh, he's got a new kind of yoga that he's talking about that I'd really like to learn some more about. And then, of course, the legend that is in podcast 1165, Tom Papa, the hilarious, wonderful, bread-making comedian. Um, And, of course, the Elon musk podcast 1169 which all of these were great you know they they were just so fascinating uh cowboy cerrone was cool because at the moment he's a fight coming up and he has a bit of a beef with the greg jackson camp um and if you listen to rogan you know about this greg jackson's camp is a big camp out of new mexico uh i used to live out there i used to know some of these guys and uh um at least some of the fighters but uh i guess Jackson and uh, the people over there have kind of gone with another fighter and kind of dumped Cowboy, which has upset him a lot. So he's pretty pissed off about this. And from what I understand of Cowboy, super nice guy, he's very loyal, and you know I'm inclined to believe that this wasn't his deal. This isn't what he wanted. Um, you know he's not coming on to talk shit and and raise those types of concerns. I really think that. He just wants to express his frustration. And, you know, it, it, from what he was saying to Joe, it just sounds like 
their priorities are making money and not necessarily focusing on these fighters and uh, there's a lot of pain there um it's very frustrating so he's gonna figure out his own camp part and uh in the meantime he's talking about himself so i guess he's tried dmt which i thought was cool his description of it was pretty fascinating um going to a very different place uh doing it with the shaman type people um you know heading so i mean it, it coming from like a fighter that talks like cowboy it's kind of cool to get that description and then he did it once and then went right back in did it again and he's like trying to fly through this keyhole and and it just seems like such a weird drug i'm always so fascinated to hear people's experiences but it seems really pretty profound and then uh you know it's it's just um it's just one of those things that it always raises an eyebrow like i i can't pretend that i'm not interested to hear about people doing that and uh you know he's a brave and bold explorer like he's a strong guy he's a tough guy he knows how to push through adversities and and when he talks about that whole event it's like that's just a different place you're not you're not taking any of you with you when you go there and uh and yeah i I felt like he did a, a good job describing it one of the best parts of the podcast is when he was talking about his cave diving Right, so I do some diving, but I'm just open water certified, first level. I guess Cowboy's done all of the levels, and cave diving is, I think, the last one. I thought Master Diver actually was the last one, but I think as like a an off branch to like the the tree of dive qualifications, the uh, cave diving one is is up there. Cave diving is incredibly dangerous, and it is because you have a roof over you. You can't just come up. You've got to come out and it gets dark and it gets scary and you squeeze through some things and it can get real hairy. And the story that he tells, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't heard it, you've got to listen to that podcast. It is fucking bone chilling. He gets stuck in the cave with this other guy that made some mistakes. He can't find his way out. He got a lot of soot was kicked up. He was losing air. He was panicking. He didn't know which way was up absolutely terrifying and he had to think about like really think about the possibility of death and just wowza i mean really terrifying stuff and he just just his description is so fascinating i would love to uh i would just love to get a sense of like really what was going on when he said he couldn't tell where was up and what was down and which way he was going and following this like guideline out it just sounded so terrifying and the fact that he got out and he was thinking about writing a letter to his family or his his kids while he was under there i guess he had like some sort of pencil thing that works on a notepad underwater that he was thinking of writing on but then he was like no fuck this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get out of here i'm a, I'm a winner i'm a champion and you know just man i think it just goes to show that like positive thinking fuck when you need it you need it and and he really hit upon it and uh yeah check that one out check that one out um later on uh, michaela peterson podcast 1164 uh and forgive me if it sounds like i'm just flying through these but i i have a bunch to do so i just want to recap what i can while i have the time uh, michaela peterson is uh seems like a cool chick she is uh jordan peterson's daughter and if you know joe's podcast you know jordan peterson interesting dude so they covered some Jordan stuff, what he's going through, and then went to Michaela's um, 
issues, health problems. And Jordan's talked about them before. You know, she had her like ankles and hip replaced at 17. Incredibly terrible arthritis, pain problems, um, autoimmune, just like a ton of problems and really struggled and, and just kind of fought her way out and uh, had all these food allergies. Uh, she was eating something, I think like soy, and she started to like hallucinate. She saw her brother as a demon and like just some fascinating things. And obviously she's doing all this kind of like research herself, almost anecdotally, like playing it out, trying it out, seeing what works. Uh, it's tough to do. But, but you know, she's finding good results by just doing this carnival diet. She's basically cut out everything except meat. Everything. She has some sort of oil, which I can't remember what she called it. It was like uh, Turlon or... Fuck. Should have wrote that down. But, yeah. Some sort of oil she can use. But otherwise, nothing. She can't, she can't eat anything other than just meat because almost everything else causes some sort of reaction. She even said that apples cause lower um, back pain because of something in there. And then there's like sulfites and stuff that gets us sick and a dad kind of has these problems too. And I'm really fascinated to hear these people on these carnival diets because what does it mean? You know, what the hell does that mean to just eat meat? Like that's it, just eating meat. And these people, some of these people are getting healthy. I'm pretty sure Jocko is doing it. Jocko Willink, the Navy SEAL. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's doing it. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. It was fascinating. There's a lot of info in there. If you have some, you know, autoimmune problems, arthritis, some other things, check it out. Take a listen, you know. I, I'm already dipping in and out of keto stuff, so I don't know if I'm willing to give up everything but just me. But I don't know. If, if people start getting good results, I'm, I'm on board. And talking about good results, in podcast 1166, Diamond Dallas Page, legendary wrestling dude um he's starting this type of yoga or has started it called ddp yoga or ddpy so you can go to his website i think it's like ddpy.com and it's a type of yoga that um aubrey marcus who is um co-owner with joe in on it has tried and says there's something very different going on. And what's cool about the podcast, what I really like, this dude seems super genuine. Joe had a great conversation with him. I really like the way that he communicated and super passionate too. But And he played a video for Joe of some ex-milits, like, I don't know if he was special forces. I think he was. Special forces guy, maybe a, a paratrooper. He like busted his knees up from all the jumps and hips and all the rest of it. He could barely move. So he's gaining weight, taking pills. And in this video, um, and Joe was watching it, slowly this guy could start moving. He could move around. He could do things. He was like alive again. And he was like, after a year or so, was doing like headstands and all these things. And Joe couldn't believe it. I mean, his... You know, Joe's not full of shit. He's not just going to say that a video is good just when it's not. I mean, he was seriously moved by this. He was so impressed. He was like, holy fuck, that could happen? That makes me think, man. It makes me think when I hear that. I've had an injury recently, and I'm just like, what kind of exercises do I need to do to keep my body together? And I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into this DDP yoga and find out what they're up to and do a bit more research and 
yeah, it was a super motivating video, and I'm I'm really impressed with it. I mean, he's even started to um, uh, train UFC guys, and he has the, uh, a book coming out soon, and he's just doing some great things, and he's worked with some fantastic people, and and people are you know really into it, and they're really getting great responses. So you know, it, almost the same as the Michaela Peterson podcast it's like there are people out there that are really struggling with specific things they don't know where to turn and then they get this information and people are trying it out and we didn't have this access before and it's really cool and i'd love to hear you know from anyone that's tried this stuff or if it's helped and of course if i go do it i'm going to talk about it on here and yeah we'll find out what's what i mean i don't think it's bullshit you know there's something there that's super useful um, moving on to one of my favorite guests of Joe's, um, 1165 Tom Papa. Tom is the best. This guy is amazing. I have yet to see him perform at the comedy store. Um, I hope to eventually, but it, it just, I don't know if it never lines up when I go up there, if, if he doesn't perform a lot, I'm not sure, but this guy is great. He's so cool. He's got a new show. Um, coming on and uh, the show is called Baked where he travels around the country going to bakeries and meeting up with comedians and because he loves to bake bread so he's talking about that which I think is awesome and another thing is I think it's really awesome that he got this from Rogan's podcast he would bring bread on and people would hit him up and talk to him and it just built momentum and there we go he has a bread show which if you love making bread and you're a comedian has to be one of the best fucking gigs you can imagine how cool is that I'm not like a big bread guy, but I'm probably going to watch it because I like supporting people that I think are awesome. And Tom Popper is a bad motherfucker. He's so funny. He's so nice. And uh, yeah, just a great dude. Great dude. Uh, they got into <laughs> talking about Sarah Palin and what kind of ridiculous person Sarah Palin was. And then uh, talking about how Tina Fey did the impression of Sarah Palin. And how perfect it was and how it like changed the minds of people watching it. Um, it's really fascinating to remember back to that time. Because now you have Alec Baldwin doing Trump. And it's like, you're right. That it, it does make you think. And it does kind of like connect you to that person. And it does make you think that politician is ridiculous. And I enjoy that. It, it's very fun. Uh Another part that they talked about, they, they got on talking about the Olympics, kind of how corrupt the Olympics are, but they were saying that they want to bring video games into the Olympics and have that be an Olympic game thing. And obviously the Olympics are just trying to cash in, but, you know, holy shit. You got to think too, if they actually did that, will the Russians find a way to hack those games to cheat to get golds? Because there's no point doping up video gamers. So... You know, how are the Russians going to cheat in that? It's hard to know. Uh, the last part of their podcast is kind of depressing. They got into like the Me Too movement stuff, which needs to be talked about. But it's just, you know, it's 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 never something that leaves you feeling all that good. But uh, they got into how Anthony Bourdain's um, wife or like girlfriend before he died uh, had slept with a 17-year-old and then had to pay him off, or Anthony Bourdain did. Uh, because it was illegal in the state that they did it in. And then yet she was also abused by um, Harvey Weinstein. So there was like all this like weird abuse stuff going on there. And 
uh, how Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend had made a movie about the kid that she slept with when he was seven. I know it sounds complicated, but if you listen to the podcast, it makes sense. But it was kind of weird and it was a little creepy. Um, I just don't know about that stuff. Then they talk about, obviously, Louis' return. Um, Louis has come back and done a set uh, in the Comedy Cellar, I think, in New York. We talked about this last time. And he's getting criticism. Is he doing it the wrong way? Like, what's happening? You know, uh, people are upset with him. They don't think he's, like, paid his dues. But what are the dues? And what should he do? And uh, it's just all of this. And then, of course, um, true to character, Kyle Donegan's amazing Instagram, which is the funniest shit in the world, and Joe loves it, he did a Trump video where he's talking to um, Louie. And it is funny as fuck. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already. And if you're not following Carl Donegan, do it. Come on. Do it, do it, do it. Um, right. So um, quickly on to Elon's um, uh, podcast, 1169. Kind of jumping ahead. I, mi- I missed a couple, but I was just so excited to listen to this one. And it's been in the press you know it's been kind of big because on the show elong smoked weed and that's a big fucking deal how many times do you see billionaires smoking weed on tv not often and he said it's legal right and it's cool and he showed that he has some freedom and yeah his stock took a bit of a tank but you know i think he stands behind it and that takes some balls but he's a fucking ballsy bold individual uh, he immediately comes on talking about his flamethrower, which if you haven't seen that before, uh, looks amazing. Technically, I guess it's not a flamethrower. It's like a roofing thing for like melting tar. I'm not really sure, but it, but it had to be made in a way so it wasn't technically a flamethrower because you can't ship those. But it's a fucking badass piece of equipment. And what I love about it is he even did say it's a bad idea to buy these. Don't buy these. So... People still didn't listen, and they bought twenty thousand. So he sold twenty thousand of that, which is crazy. A uh, big thing that he was talking about is how AI could be dangerous. Uh, it could be great, but it could be dangerous. And uh, he said the one thing's for sure is that we won't control it, which kind of makes sense, right? It's going to be so much smarter than us t- so soon that it's like, wow, we better just hope that this thing doesn't fuck us over. And that's kind of scary coming from that guy because whatever you think about it, you have to assume he has better access to think more complicated things. And that just seems, I don't know, it just seems fucking scary. And then with that, they got existential and they spoke very deeply about life and the meaning of things and what makes people unhappy and kind of comparing your life to people on Instagram and all that crap. You know, you see all your friends and everyone's, it's like the perfect version of everyone is what they show on Instagram. Nobody puts on Instagram, I'm sad, or I've had a bad day, or I have diarrhea. I mean, it's just like all the ball of shit that they do, so you think that's the only thing anyone else is doing, and your life sucks. Well, um, that's when Elon gave the example where he basically said, happiness is reality minus expectations. You think about that, it's really profound. You know, it really is. Happiness is reality minus expectations so minus what we expect from it just what it is is okay we feel good about that it's just when we add more you know we get real sad i guess um i liked it he moved on to talking about the tunnels under la for travel how he's going to set that up and how he's going to move people around in like you know those types of tunnels that are like vacuum 
sealed or like something there's no air in there so you can shoot around i live in la so i'm like that's a fucking great idea just get it done get people off the road uh i think he's just seeing that we're not going to be able to drive cars you know they drive themselves or electric cars fast enough he was even saying something along the line of like if all electric cars or if all cars today were sold as electric cars it would still take 25 years before all of them on the road were because the ones you own now would still last i don't know i mean he's obviously looked into that uh he said flying cars won't work too noisy uh that's a real shame um he said yeah just too noisy and the wind drag and the engine requirements and it's just you know it's just not plausible so they're gonna come up with something else which is a bit of an issue and, you know, he doesn't like carbon or the carbon footprint. He says he believes in global warming. He thinks it's a real issue. And um, that it's it's just one of those problems. Like, it's cool to know he's on board. I mean, you would imagine he is, right? He's doing all the solar panel stuff and um, all the rest of it. What I really loved is, like, you've got to listen to this guy. Not in, like, a TED Talk or not in, like, a, like a professional, like, this is the nerdy version of Elon, but just like the real dude. And he really was just a super nice guy. I mean, Joe kept making fun of him, calling him a robot, which was quite really cracking me up. It was making me laugh. It was making Jamie laugh. It was funny as fuck. And he, Elon just let it roll off his back. He didn't even bring it up. He was just like, okay, and just carried on. But I love the fact that he was like, his message was like, love is the answer. It's a bit cheesy, but it's cool, right? It's not like money is or anything else. Like, it's cool that he has that vision. And he's really all about, like, changing things to the best for humanity, which I like, right? Why the fuck not, you know? If you're a billionaire and you don't give a fuck about people, you are lost, and that's a mess, and that's dangerous. Uh, so, hey, I like it. It's a net positive. I like him more. Now that I've learned more about him, I'm, I'm really impressed by who he is. Um and he also says, but, but, you know, Joe even reflected on the love is the answer thing. And, and Joe was like, yeah, but we don't say it because we're all scared. We don't say it enough because we're scared. So we're worried about ourselves. And, you know, it's understandable, right? Life is scary. Things are scary. We don't know what's going on. But, uh, um, yeah. So take this time. Listen to this. If you got to the end, tell someone you know that you love them. And uh, we've got plenty of great podcasts coming up. Uh, I can't wait to talk about them. Uh, I should be having a guest on shortly. A good friend of mine's coming in. And, uh, you know, hit me up an email or um, get me a message. You can find me on Instagram and JRE Review, uh, Joe Rogan Podcast Review. And uh, shoot me some questions, comments, and we'll get to the bottom of it as best we can. So, again, thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.